What's up, people? Welcome to Uncommon Grounds, a production of the Quinnipiac University Podcast Studio. This is a podcast about students from our School of Communications. I'm your host, Chris Rausch. In this episode, I interview Fiona Duell, who is a 3 plus 1 public relations student here in the School of Communications. We're going to talk about her public relations work for the big event. This show is produced by Evan Koch. Thanks for listening. Fiona, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. So tell me about the big event. We just had the big event mm-hmm. on campus, and you are uh, heavily involved uh, in the big event uh, as uh, its public relations coordinator. What does that involve? Yeah, so I'm one of the two public relations co-chairs for the big event. So basically what we do, we just do everything we can to publicize the event, whether it's on social media, in person, by creating graphics, putting flyers around the school, just trying to get people to register so we have as many people participating as possible. And how many people participated this year? This year we had just over 800, I believe. That's a lot of people. Yeah, especially coming back from the pandemic because last year we had lower numbers, obviously, and then the year before we couldn't even have it. So we're coming back, which is good. Yeah. And uh, explain to people who don't know what the big event is, what mm-hmm. the big event does. Every, so the big every event year. is a university-wide day of community service where students, faculty, alumni from Quinnipiac are sent to about 100 different sites in the Hamden, North Haven, New Haven area just to give back to our community because we're so lucky to be able to go to school and be here and we don't really do anything to give back to the area. So this is our opportunity to do that. And, and give me some examples of some of the things that people will do. Um, some people are going, doing work outside, whether it's like gardening, painting. Some people are folding clothes, putting food away in pantries. It really depends. There's a huge variety of things that people are doing. Okay. And, and why did you get involved? Um, for me, in high school, I did a lot of community service, and that was something that I wanted to continue in college. And then... I went to a meeting for the big event and they talked about all the different things you can do because we have 15 e-board members, so there are a lot of different positions. And I saw that public relations is one of them and obviously being a PR major, it just sort of made sense to go down that route. And three years later, here I am on e-board. So yeah, I've been doing that the past three years, yeah. Are you, are you gonna miss it now that yeah, you're graduating? Well, it's so weird, we do, we prepare all year since September and then it happens on whatever April, Ninth, I believe it was this year. Now it's just over. <laughs> so it's so much work for this big day, and then that's it. <laughs> and and how do y'all find the things for people who volunteer to the big event? How do y'all find those things for them to do? Um, we have one of our like positions is so community outreach and volunteer recruitment. So their jobs are to work with the sites and find sites. And we work with a lot of the same sites every year. So they'll reach out to us or we'll reach out to them and say, do you want to do this again this year? And most sites are so grateful for our help and what we're doing. So they're very excited to have us. Okay. Um, Explain to me, I was, I was, I was doing my research on you (laughs) and I, and I saw that you were a content manager for Lumentus Lightbox. Mm -hmm. What is Lumentis Lightbox and what does a content manager do? Yeah, Lumentis Lightbox is, it's a startup and they're a digital reputation management company. So Lumentis is a PR firm, but under that is Lightbox Search. And so what we do with that, it's their own technology that they created and they basically work on the Google search. So if you search anything, if you search Quinnipiac University in Lightbox, It'll show you what results come up, how they're ranking, the domain authority, what you could do to get your search better, what's positive, what's negative about it. 
So I work with that. I help them do social media. I write blog posts about things like backlinks, things that people probably wouldn't understand if you're just looking at Lightbox to sort of explain it. So I do a bunch of things for them, but <laughs> sort of whatever they need me to do. Okay. And, and how did you find that? Well, um, my mom used to work for the company, or okay. she still does. I don't really work with her, but okay. I work with someone else. So they introduced me, and then now I sort of do my own thing with them. But. Okay. And and who uses Lightbox? I'm not familiar with um, them. It's, well, it's pretty new. We're actually a lot of, I believe Deloitte just bought a membership to Lightbox. Okay. So things are starting to get bigger now, but mostly PR firms who are working with clients so that say if you've had something negative happen to you and you're looking yourself up or a company up, you want to sort of not hide the negative search results, but you want to make sure that the things that are coming up are positive to have a good reputation and a good image. So Okay. Interesting. Like that. You also do uh, social media for Eastern Hockey? Yeah. What is Eastern I'm doing Hockey? I a lot of things right now. The Eastern Hockey <laughs> Federation is, um, my brother is actually plays in the Eastern Hockey Federation. It's a hockey league of over 400 teams in the New England area, youth hockey. So it's ages... I believe like five to 18 and okay. then that's when you stop. So I do their social media and I work with, um, it's just me. So <laughs> I do it all, but we've created campaigns that are super fun. Like we do top goals. So I get like 100 goals sent to me a week and I go through and I post who I think had the best goal, who had the best save. So I got to go to all the championship games actually and go watch them. So it's fun. Um. I hope you're a hockey fan. Yeah, I'm a big hockey fan. <laughs> I also, I do, I don't know if you know what the Morning Brew is, but it's a Bruins oh, yeah. podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah. I do their social media too. So. For Morning Brew? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so. That's cool. I'm hoping to get a job in hockey, but we'll see. Okay. <laughs> or in sports. I never thought I'd say that, but. <laughs> How much time does it take to go through the top 100 goals or the it's top 100 lot. saves? Well, a lot of people send me videos and they're so blurry and they can't even be used. So half the time. I just have to delete the email because okay. they can't be used, but it's a lot of fun looking through them. And it's normally parents that are like, put my kid's goal on and then okay. <laughs> we sort through, but it's good. It's a lot of little kids. And so it's really cute to look through the videos. And you said over 400 teams. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's All in lot. New England. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So well. I was introduced to the role because my brother, he's 13. He played on the team or he's been in the league for like five years. So. Okay. They posted on Twitter and they were like, we're looking for someone to do our social media. And my dad was like, you have to do this. So <laughs> here I am doing it. Okay. I wanted to submit my brother, but he was like, no, you can't submit me because <laughs> they know that you're the one doing it. So to look biased. <laughs> okay. Favorite hockey team? Definitely the Bruins. <laughs> okay. Favorite, favorite Bruins player? Mm, I'd say probably Pasternak or Marchand. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, now I know so much because I'm listening to the game analysis every – so I have to listen to the podcast. So I'm listening to, like, a 45-minute-long commentary of every game. So I yeah. never know more about hockey than right now. Do you go to Bruins games when you're home? I – we – well, my parents watch them all on TV. I actually don't even get the channel here, so I'm not even able to watch them. Yeah. But we try to go when we're at home. My brother and my dad go more than I do. But okay. I was able to go – to the Nesson Studios in Watertown a few months ago, and I was able to go watch them record the Bruins game and, like, the halftime show, or not the halftime show, like, in between the periods, the intermission, and that was so fun to be able to go and do that. Very cool. Yeah. So you're you're about to graduate, mm -hmm. and, and you mentioned that uh, maybe you'll go into sports PR, mm -hmm. um, but, but give me, like, a ideal job for Fiona Duel. What's... What's like the dream job 
I really don't. I don't have a set dream job. I've. I don't have a job yet, but I. <laughs> I'm looking at a bunch of different things right now. But I used to say when I came into Quinnipiac, I always used to want to work in fashion PR, which has completely changed, which is funny. But I don't know. Hopefully, something with sports because I think that'd be something really interesting. I would love to work in agency because it's always changing, always new and exciting. So maybe a PR sports agency. So okay. I don't know. We'll there, see. <laughs> I mean, there are lots of jobs. My impression is that there are lots of jobs for sports teams mm-hmm. yeah. and public relations, social mm-hmm. media, just creating content. Mm-hmm. They're always looking for people, yeah. is, is my impression. Yeah, and there are a lot of jobs right now, which is great yeah. to look at. Yeah. Good, good. So you're looking. Yeah, I'm looking, yeah. All right, so so if you're listening, hire Fiona. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, why three plus one? What, what made you decide... Uh, to do that? Honestly, before I came to Quinnipiac, I didn't even know that was a program that was offered. And then when I got invited to it, I was like, I have to be in this. So I don't know. That's part of the reason that I came to Quinnipiac, just because the program's so amazing. And I don't even know any other school that offers that. And I came here and I was undeclared communications and I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I quickly was able to figure that out. But I'm so happy I did it. And for me, I think it was super manageable, and I've really enjoyed being in the program. Okay. And and how did you decide you were going to be? I know you were in media studies in PR, yeah. mm-hmm. undergrad. How, how did you decide that you wanted to go into PR? Was that something you knew in high school, or did that develop when you got here? Yeah, not really. I, met, I went to the 3 plus 1 dinner that we had, like the first week of school, and I sat at a table with Professor Burns, and I was saying that I was undeclared communications, and I really didn't know what I wanted to do, but I kind of described what... I saw myself doing as a job in the future and she was like Fiona you should just do PR and media studies and be a double major and I was like oh I didn't even realize that in three plus one that was something I could do to do both yeah and then it kind of just clicked from there and then I declared my majors pretty quickly and then now I'm getting my master's in PR too yeah. so. and, and what do you feel like the the master's degree or the master's program is giving you that you did not have in the undergraduate program I think for me, it's more of like a deep dive into PR. Last night, I presented my capstone, which I did a whole campaign. I actually did my campaign on the Bruins, and I'd never been able to look at one client so deeply. I think that class kind of like brought everything together from my whole time at Quinnipiac. But I think also applying for jobs, having a master's degree will give me a huge leg up and just more experience, which I'm really grateful to have. Okay, tell me about the capstone project about the Bruins. What, uh, what, What are they doing wrong or what could they do better? I don't, yeah, I don't think they're doing anything wrong, but what I could do better, this is um, one of the things that we're talking about where I work at the Eastern Hockey Federation because the hockey season's from pretty much September to May, but then the summer, like June, July, August, it's just such a drop-off. Yeah. So my ideas were what to do during that off-season, like what can be done. Like it shouldn't just come to a complete end. We still want to be putting out content, hosting events, things like that. So that's what my campaign was sort of centered around. Okay. Give, give me some ideas for if I was a if I was at the Bruins, what should I be doing in June, July, um, and some August? Some ideas for having like exhibition games or scrimmages because Bruins games are super expensive. So having those at like a lower cost, so that maybe my target audience is like families with kids, so that because kids are home during the summer. So having things that they can go do where a family of like four or five could go, and it's not crazy expensive. So. And then they also have, the Boston Bruins have their own charity foundation, which I don't think a lot of people know about. And they work within the greater Boston area with like health and education and athletics. So 
doing something with that more and bringing more attention to that. So having like a charity hockey game, things like that, so that they're just bringing more attention to everything. Okay. And we can do that during those months where the Bruins don't have that much going on. Okay. One of the coolest things I ever did in Boston was, and if you ever get hired by the Bruins, I want you to do this, okay, was my son and I did a tour of the garden. Mm -hmm. And I would have loved, and it was during the summer, I would have loved to be able to like go into like the um, the clubhouse mm-hmm. and see everything like behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to me, that would be a big draw to mm-hmm. to fans. Yeah. Um, I want you to get on that. Okay, <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be really cool if I could work for the Bruins. <laughs> yeah. All right, Fiona, we're almost out of time. What are you going to miss about Quinnipiac? I'm going to miss a lot of. I think just the structure of being in college and being here on the day today it's so weird the last four years have gone by so quickly i really can't believe it's over but my friends i made the best friends i could ever imagine here at quinnipiac and just not being able to see those people every day not being able to come to campus every day it's just going to be a big change moving back home so going out into the real world yes and yeah. getting a job it doesn't feel real yeah <laughs> Do you want to go back to the to the Boston area? Yeah, I'm gonna live. I live in Concord, which is like a half hour outside of Boston. Yeah. So I'll be living there. Hopefully, get a job in the Boston area, and then after saving some money, then I can move into the city. All right, all right, Fiona. I want to thank you for joining us on this episode of Connect with Chris. That was my interview with Fiona Duell who is a soon-to-be graduate of the Quinnipiac School of Communications in our 3 Plus 1 program. Uncommon Grounds is hosted by me, Chris Rauch. I'm the Dean of the School of Communications at Quinnipiac University. This show is produced by Evan Koch. To learn more about all of our podcasts, visit qu.edu slash podcast. You can listen to our podcast on the platform or app of your choice. Definitely check us out on Twitter and Instagram at qupodcasts. Our social media is done by School of Comm student Lauren Scupo. Do you have a story to share? Something you want us to talk about? Find us on social media or shoot us an email. That address is qupodcasts at qu.edu. Until then, keep your distance, wash your hands, and thanks for listening.